A servant has to set aside his emotions and how he feels to actually really be effective. My, my thinking has to be spiritual. And I can't, and I can't respond to you in a carnal, carnality way, in a carnal way, which would please your flesh. And I can't do that. That'd be no help to you. I'd be no help to you. See, it's one thing to... It's one thing to... Um, Men's fellowship was really good for me, let's die. Really. Thank you for all the men that came out. And um, you know, I like to, you know, the women don't always come, so I like to give them a kind of a little briefing on you know things that were discussed, which is you, you gotta understand something. When one person is going through something, it's not just you. It's the body. So don't be offended. Don't take offense. You know what? Telling my business. I'm not telling your business. It was the body. And if I should feel comfortable, I should feel comfortable with family. So whenever I have something, I, I analyze my response. I analyze your response. I think I carry it with me all day. I carry it with me all night. And teacher when I had, why I wake up the other morning at five o'clock? Because people in my spirit. Yeah, because if I can't, she can. Because we won. And then they don't realize, you know, God, show me things about you. And they don't necessarily have to come and tell you right away. I need to be prayerful. And I need to, what if he showed me? I need to bear witness. I need to, I need to know that it's that exactly from God and not something that I created. About how I feel about you. So I want to be discerning of what God shows me. And he shows me a lot of times the things that you struggle with. You'll never know. Hey, how you doing? Because I'm going to always operate in love. Love leads. Love leads. So I thought about the whole men's fellowship. Yes, I think about a whole lot of stuff. You know, because my job is I'm there to help. That's what a shepherd, he's there to lead. And I don't love when you, when you come, you come, you came here for a reason. Get what you came for. Don't fight what you. Get what you came for today. That's right. Don't waste your time. See, it's like we, we come, this is my personality. I care. And you need to know that I care about you. You need to know that. Don't follow nobody that don't care about you. Don't submit to no one that don't care about you. But if that person does care about you, you shouldn't have any problem. But we've been teaching on what? I'm thinking, relationship, thinking, the heart, all of it is one. You. So, a lot of times, you know, we, we come to church, we don't know quite how to receive. 
the word of God. First, the word of God need to be preached. The whole counsel of God need to be preached. And I come here to uh, fellowship. And I love the scripture. Uh, it says, forsaken not the assembly of yourselves together like some of you actually we do. So you got a lot of people on the internet, just smart, all kind of theologians, smart as I don't know what. They don't go to church. Trust me, I know. They, they, don't, they don't need it. They don't need a shepherd. Because they got all the knowledge and all the wisdom they need. Just because to mean I can to mean can actually teach me something, but he's not my teacher. Yeah. I can observe, but he's not my teacher. Yeah. But I can observe his faith. Yeah. I can I can I can observe and, and appreciate his reliance on their parents, on his parents. And I can learn. I say that should be my relationship with God. Okay. He's not wondering when you're going to feed me. I just make a sound. And because you know me and you're connected with me, you, you know that sound. I can't really talk yet and articulate, but you know what I need. Should be the same way with God. I need something. So guess what? Now I'm going to be really showing you love. Because he's a rewarder for them that. Just seeking the God in you. So I'm always seeking God. So it's just so much. And it was really good. And I thought about a lot of things. And we had quite a few people. Oh, before I go there, can I just show you a oneness thing? Something maybe you haven't seen in the scripture. Can I show you? <laughs> go to Genesis before we get in. Y'all know I like to show these things. I like to get us some understanding. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Go to Genesis. Genesis is five. <laughs> five and two. Um, amplified. Amplified, and uh, you got to complete Jewish too. Y'all ready to learn? Yeah. All right. Got some students today. Jesus said, Come and learn of me. Amen. That's an open invitation. That's an open invitation. Come and learn of me. Okay. Ready, minister? Read that first one right there. Let's see if y'all get it. Genesis chapter 5 at verse 2. He created them male and female and blessed them and named them both Adam, man, at the time they were created. Y'all miss y'all miss some things. Read the complete Jewish. Read the complete Jewish. In the complete Jewish Bible. He created them male and female. He blessed them and called them Adam, humankind, man, on the day they were created. Hey women, raise your hand. Hey Adam. Y'all been reading the scriptures all wrong. Yeah. Now, 
Again, this is not the Mandela effect. It didn't just pop in there. He created them male and female and blessed them. So that means she can't be beneath you. Behind you. He blessed them. This is not like in Islam. She's beneath him. Right here, they're both blessed equally. All right. Just want to make some clarity, right? And he blessed them and named them both. Adam. So Adam is not a name. So Adam is not a name. And he named both of them Adam, mankind. Adam is a type of species. I don't see Eve in there. And he named, listen, let's, y'all missing it. And he created them male and female. And bless them. So when don't nobody tell you. See, nobody else got to tell you you blessed. God already blessed you. So stop getting in the cliche. Bless, bless. No. I can't bless you more than God has already blessed you. And no one else. See, it's our understanding, scripturally understanding. A lot of times y'all. Uh-oh. Are we going out? All right. A lot of times y'all take the word and you twist it. I want to make sure you don't do this. Okay? I don't scriptures. Yeah, we're going to have to get this. I might have to go Mike. <sighs> I don't search. Did it go out again? Okay. <laughs> I don't search the scripture to be right. Y'all listen close. You don't search the scriptures to be right. You search the scriptures for the truth and not your truth. Stop bending the word of God to fit your belief. We do this all the time. The word don't need my interpretation, nor does it need my emotion and feeling. What it needs and what it does, it interprets itself. It don't need my interpretation. It don't need my feelings. It don't need my thought. All it needs is my obedience. I'm going to show you all some stuff. And we're talking about thinking, so we got to get it right. Okay. Again, don't search the scriptures, all right, to be right. Search the scriptures for the truth. Now, to do that, you're going to have to change the way you think. No, it's easier said than done. You're going to actually have to do it. And you have to know, do, are, you, do you, are you really searching for the... It's all good. Y'all all right? Yeah. Feel good. You alive. 
That feeling shouldn't change whether you broke or you got riches. Amen? But if somebody left you, they didn't. It's a choice. It's a choice. I told you, you created to make decisions. Not, not, can I, just, I just wanted to show y'all that. I just wanted to show you how we misinterpret scripture. And you know, we just, it just says this, you know, no, wait a minute. And then Adam, if you do a little search a little bit further, find out there's a, a, a species. But then you also find out that it means uh, red clay. Rosary. Adam. Now we're trying to figure out where the ethnicities came from. All of them came from Adam. You take all the colors together in the color spectrum and you mix them all together. What color do you get? Black. That doesn't make it superior. It just, that's the color spectrum with all the colors. You get one color, which is void of color. See how, see how we think? Our minds? Okay. It's void of color. So that's how we shouldn't be seeing. We shouldn't be seeing in color. Because that gives you another mindset. It takes you on another thought path. See how we've been corrupted in our thinking? So same thing when it goes with the word. And, and then the, the scripture tells you that the, the woman's hair is her glory. So I mean, that's why they always want to do something with their hair. It's their glory. So what does the Muslim do? The word is true. It's her glory. And y'all know that scripture about it, the glory of, okay. But that man, she was created for man. Not to abuse. See, see that scripture right there, it, it says, and, and if you go in and you find a little more research, and he's supposed to have dominion over all of the fowls of the air, the creeping, the fish, and everything. It didn't say woman. Because they are reigning together. They are serving together. Hello? All right. Y'all getting it? See, you, there's a lot of things you ain't heard in church before. Don't mean it don't exist. Have you been to every church? You haven't. So you can't make that statement. Have you ever heard this? Have you ever seen this? If you have, then that's great. But the majority haven't. So, but still how we think and what we think we know. I understand that I don't understand. Now can have understanding. I want to help you how to think. Yeah? Yeah? Your thoughts is everything. You, you 
It's not the enemy. It's you. If I'm thinking, I mean, I, I got, I got, okay, just this thing. Um, anybody heard of uh, Roger Bannister? Anybody ever heard of Roger Bannister? <laughs> okay. No, I ain't heard no Roger Bannister. Okay. Uh, David Bannister. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which one? The one with the Hulk? Or the, uh, that's the one I like. <laughs> okay. All right. So I want to I help you how, how to think. So this man had a thought. He had a thought that seemed that no one else had. But it was a thought. And what this thought, what he did was he was the first man to run under four-minute mile. Some Oxford, he did it in Oxford in England. He died in like 1955, I think it was, something like that. 88 years old. But his thought, and because of his thought, broke the thought barrier of something that no one said can be done. Right. Once he did it, everybody is able to do it. Because one person thought and did it. Because your thoughts have action, belief. See, so see, see how you're thinking. So, so what boundaries and borders have you placed in your life? And everybody else is like, now that right there is good. Because you need to be qualified to. You need to be qualified. For me to listen to how you think and it affects me. I just can't do it with anyone. Because your thinking is not quite right. This is why I was teaching the men yesterday. Your the image is so important. The father image is so important. It's probably just the way it's tied in the back. All right, we loosened it up. Took me away. Where was I at? Oh, yeah. How it's important. For that father image. He, it's, it's so much more than the physical attendance of him. Right. It's, it's more. It's, it's his presence in the home. It's his spiritual presence. My father was in home, but he wasn't the spiritual leader. My mother was. It's normally the case. But she, but his presence still affected me. It affected my character. It affected me still, my thoughts toward him. True thoughts. And I can recollect times where he redirected me to certain things that maybe I didn't quite agree with. But there was always the respect of how I held him in my heart. First of all, I didn't never, I didn't even understand what perfect is and, and this and the other. I just knew this man was gone a lot. 
He was in the Navy. He was, he was one of, and then some people in the Navy, they don't go out. But some people in the Navy, they go out all the time, don't they? And my father was one of the ones that went out all the time. I didn't see him on a regular basis until uh, he retired. 1978. I'm telling my age. I'm 55. Amen. And loving it. I ain't never embarrassed till my age. I'm going to tell you. I'm 65 and 75, 85, 95, 120. I'm never going to be embarrassed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it doesn't even matter the age. It's your maturity, how you act. Yeah, how you act. So it doesn't matter about that. They stop getting. We're spiritual. I need us to remember we're spiritual beings. So my response and the things that I do has to be spiritual. So my father, you know, he was there, but it wasn't in a spiritual aspect. But I knew what it was like to have one in the home. Now, sometimes it's, it's just his, and I'm keeping, y'all got to hear me. It's just the presence. I didn't go into whether it was good or bad yet, but it's just the presence. It's needed. It's God's design for the family that there is a male and a female in the home. That's what produces a family. So that image is important. Image means character. Likeness means function and you was created in my image and my likeness so you are able to function like God the likeness is that and you, and then in my image means character this is why it's important for the father because he makes an imprint listen he makes an imprint whether he's there or not he makes an imprint on you, whether good or bad, your, your understanding now of what a father is, and then when a real one comes, see, and then this is how they lose respect, should never lose respect, I don't care what he's done, you should never lose respect, I'm going to tell you the truth, that's right, it's not his deeds. Just like I tell you, a car that don't have a battery is still a car. Just don't know how to function. And if you read this on, you'll see that he had a son, Seth, and he was, and it said that he was created in his image and likeness. So you might not like him, but you're still created in his image and likeness. That's, <laughs> are y'all getting some something, something right? Are y'all growing already? You getting something? Come ready to receive. Don't, don't come with an arrogant attitude that you can't be taught. Come like a child. Come like a child. A ch I'm ready to receive. This is why I came. My, my heart is right. I'm ready to receive what God has said through the mouthpiece today. And that's what a shepherd is. He leads them. He guides them where to go, what not to do, what not to eat. Don't think this way. You're thinking wrong because this is going to, listen, it's going to lead you to a destiny. You need a father. 
You need one. You need the right image. So he said, I'll give you, I'll give you new ones. Now, what's crazy that you reject that one? You know why? Because it's the way you think. We're going to dig into this thing. I can't just, can't just run through it. It won't benefit you. Okay? Oh, well, I got plenty of scripture. Y'all know pastor. thought that was a good one right there. <laughs> okay. I got a couple little questions, too, before we get in. So sometimes you just got to till the ground. Because when you start talking about people's thoughts and all that, and hopefully we won't get offended. I got scripture for that, too. And it's not, I'm not using it, it's, it's just the truth. It's the truth. You need a pastor. Because he's the one that takes account of what you're doing before God. Don't mess up the scripture based on how you feel. Let the scripture speak for itself. And this is where we get confused. And God is not the author of confusion. I want to help. I really want to help how we think. So teacher, since we're talking about thinking, I got a question for y'all. Have you ever considered that your thinking on a particular issue or belief is wrong? Hmm? All right, next is a yes. Me too. Me too. I like that. No, you, no, I know y'all heard it, but I got to say it again. Have you ever considered? That your thinking on a particular subject that you feel so strong and adamant about and your belief is absolutely wrong. Oh, you got some people don't think like that. Yeah. Well, you know, you're an exception to the rule. Okay. Well, you got some people that won't. You absolutely have some people that do not consider Okay, I like that. All right. And if so, are you willing to think differently about it? Are you willing? <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, I like that. At least you're willing. <laughs> now, for real. Come on, y'all. Y'all know y'all. Y'all know you, you're rooted in your belief and how you feel about things. Yes, you are. But have you ever considered that your thinking on that subject is absolutely erroneous? Yeah, how many times and now? But you know what? When a person is dealing with pride, when a person is dealing with pride, they don't. That's right. You haven't even considered that you're thinking wrong. 
Where did that image come from? Where did that image come from? Where did that thinking come from? That you're ah, right. I'm not about right. It's what's true. It's what's true. It's not good or bad. It's what's right and wrong. Y'all hear me? How come you can't? That's my question. How come you can't consider? Why do you think Jesus said, wait a minute. I see how you're thinking, but think on these things. I'm redirecting your thoughts and your feelings right now. Think on these things, whatever it is. How come it's so hard to do that? Kids, your parents tell you something. How come it's so hard? To listen to your parents. How come it's so hard? Because it's the way you're thinking. And you can't consider. I was talking to my granddaughter right here. And we were talking about a subject. And, and it was kind of you know, tough. Hey, Aunt Boo. She's back, y'all. Back in from Cali. And she's 14 years old. And she's mature. She has a phone. And she's not abusing it. Ah, okay. Thought I'd slide that one in there. We can check it at any point. Which I shouldn't have to. Okay. But we were having a discussion while I was taking her to her volunteer job, work. And we were talking about a subject. And it, cons- and it, it was about her and her mom. And what she said to me, she said, Mom said such and such. She said, well, what I did was I, before I said anything, I consider what she's saying is right. You know, you're 14. You just, nah, I'm right. You can do this one. <laughs> do what I want to do. But she said, I consider what she was saying. That's good. How come you can't do that with the people that are supposed to have care for you, your, your parents or your pastor or your teacher. How come you can't do that? Can't consider. You can't consider. You know why? Because most of the times when you speak is I. This is why you can't consider. Because it's I. It's I. It's I. It's me. It's me. How I feel. This is why you can't consider. That's pride. You stunt your own girl. Take the filter off. I told y'all about that. When you have a filter, I told you the internet couldn't flow because I had a filter on it. The connection was wrong. And a lot of men we were talking about yesterday, there was a couple of them were talking about connection and relation or relate. I'm going to help you with that too. That's my job. I thought you said you wanted help. Can I help you? I'm helping you with love. I'm a st- I don't want you to go to the thing. I don't want you. You got to hear it. Oh, my goodness. How come you can't consider? How come we can't consider that my thinking is wrong? What if you're right, Pastor? 
what if you're right? Now because I um, haven't had the proper connection, I can't repent. I can't say I'm sorry. I'm talking to everybody. So I'm not talking just to you. Just to everybody, the body of Christ. The people are going to be watching on Facebook. So you may hear me repeat something over and over and over again, just like the love chapter. So they may need it. Somebody who never heard what I need to say will hear it. Okay? Stop thinking about you. Think about the gospel. We're trying to spread it. Someone may have never heard they need a pastor. Someone never, may have never heard that. So we need to do that. And I just need us to mature. Can we do that? See, that's love right there. Who he loveth, he corrects. And God don't bring you to open shame. He don't do that. See, this is the problem. There hadn't been enough, you know, uh, unity in the church so you don't feel free. This is why we talk with the many and say, tell us some good things and then tell us the one thing that you struggle with. So we can connect. Okay. Since we're there. I ain't gotten to my message yet. <laughs> I really want us to I want us to understand. So we had a couple of things, I think uh, Minister Brian and I want to thank Elder Carl as well on the panel for the men yesterday. I want to thank all that came out. Had great commentary. Um, I wanted to go a little a little further, but it, it, we do what we have to do, and uh, God cares that much about each of us. And I think one two words that came up, we were talking a couple of things, and I like what Minister Brian said. You're like, yeah, though, see, it's it's not as other other people have those issues too with connect or connection and relation or relate how we relate, connect and relate. So connect. Listen, let's check this out. To connect, bring together, or into contact so that a real or notional link is established. Bring together, or into contact so that a real or notional link is established. Okay, come back in here, and then relate. So some said we I could connect, but we have first issue relating. Well, relate means to make show a connection between. So you can't you can't do one without the other. There's no there's no difference. So the relate shows the connection. Make show. A connection between. The problem is, in the connection, why do you connect? The reason to connect is to relate. The reason to connect is to communicate. So when you got a, a Wi-Fi line and you got a break in it, the, 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 relate, the relationship no longer is there. But it can't relate. It can't. The connection between. The, and it speaks a language going through the line. So it can't. See, this is the problem. That you think you're connecting, but you're not connecting. 
Because if you connect it and you're designed to connect, you can relate. You're not relate. You can't relate. This is why you're not connected. This is why you can't relate. The relate shows the connection. Hmm. See, you come, you get help. Let me help you. If this is an issue that we were learning about yesterday, so you can't connect because basically you don't trust no one but you. And you see. I like one of the synonyms here for, for relate is also think as being linked related. Think. It's your communication. This is why we can't relate. I'm not connected. I think I am, but I'm not. So the love can't flow between us. Because we're not connected. And we can't relate. And then in a circle, you have a relay. See, we... This is what the love does. This is what the love does. This is, this is what we don't have. See, love is the, is the conduit. Love is the actual pipeline too, that he can flow through. And we're all supposed, you're actually designed. You're all designed to connect. Just like a computer. It connects with another computer to what? Speak, communicate. So if the connection is not there, you can learn the language. It's not that we don't relate. We don't connect. Husband and wives. We can't talk because you're not connected. So you can't relate. Because relate reveals the connection. Clap my own self on that one. You got to stop letting the enemy use you. You got to stop letting the enemy use you. Thank you for helping me teach you how I was thinking. We're talking about thinking. We're going to get in there. All right? Don't miss out on what God has for you because you refuse to consider or take another thought. Mm, there you go, minister. Did y'all hear that? Don't miss out. On what God has for you because you refuse to consider or take another thought. Okay? All right. Okay, watch this. Here we go. He's just like my, when I do my study, he, he, he'll speak. My wife came in, the, in my office last day and I. And she started talking. I said, you, I, I got to write this down because I can just hear God, what he's saying, what we need right now. I love the way we work like that because we've won. Yeah. We've won. I love it. Don't you want to be one? Yeah. That's what we're supposed to be. Matter of fact, we're supposed to strive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Watch this. Let me show you something. See if y'all catch this. 
So the reason WM Ministry is here today, and you as well, each and every one of you, is because I considered what someone else said. I can re I considered what someone thoughts were toward me. Thank you, teacher. Remember, I was never coming to church. Don't you even talk to me about no church. That was my mindset. My mindset was created by my environment. Vents in my life. And I said what I said and I meant what I said. Until I considered. So you are here. Walker Ministry is here because I considered my thoughts were wrong. Each and every one of you are here because I considered my thoughts. Ain't no way I'm going to go to church. Ain't no way I'm going to be no pastor. Ain't no way I'm going to be speaking to people life. Ain't no way I'm trying to be a father here. Ain't no way I'm going to be a father to the rest of you. But I considered my thoughts were wrong. Praise God, huh? Praise God. I reconsidered, right? Amen. See, I removed that filter of that self-righteousness. I knew everything. I had wisdom already. I had understanding already. I had knowledge already, all earthbound. Wisdom and knowledge without love is pride. Oh, you're here. Your life is affected. Your life been changed. Your family, what's in your heart, is because I considered what she said to me. You are going to church with me. <laughs> she knew that. I'm, I'm, I'm just a strong-willed then I am now. But I thought, I said, what if in my own part of me, that was God's. I said, what if she's right? What if she's right? I got to consider. Had no idea. The lives. I had no idea. I had to forgive the man the staff. I had no idea. None of that was involved in this. All because I considered a thought. Our relationship. It's because I considered a thought. Hell, our relationship. It's because I considered a thought. Chef, I reconsidered a thought. Nick, I reconsidered a thought. Was I right? I would have missed out on you. I would have missed out on you. David, I would have missed out. Deshaun, I would have missed out on you. Because of the way I thought. See, we, we don't consider. You don't consider who you are. You don't consider the lives that are affected by your decision and the way that you think. And some of you may never respond. Because you can't consider that I love you for real. 
Then when somebody really loves you, you don't know how to receive it. You can't because of the way you think. And now you've been thinking like that so long, it's part of your character. Now no one can tell you nothing. You still think that you can receive, but you can't. It shows you can't go beyond it. This is what happens when it comes to the word, when, when teacher's teaching or I'm teaching or whoever's up. You got to stop looking at the personality. It's God speaking through them for you. He's been thinking of you, what you need. It may not, maybe that don't mean nothing to some people. But you're here. But you're sitting right here. It's because I changed the way I was thinking. Thank you. And the business wouldn't have been birthed. Why are you here? There should be something of me that should identify with you. I'm an artist. You're an artist. Yeah? It should be something that identifies to the person that's important into you. To be, that's the, see, that's what the pastor is. That's it. We, don't, we don't get it. My life should be, it should be something in here that you can identify with. Why God send you here? Because you need help with this area. But you can't get help if you refuse to still think the way you think. It doesn't alleviate your decision making or jeopardize it. It enhances it. It establishes it because you can't do it on your own. Keep trying. I'm going to show you all in the Bible. I, we get, I don't know if I'm going to get it today, but I'm going to show you what wrong thinking did and how God felt about it and how he put the person in front of you to listen. And you still don't see you got to take you are responsible for what you hear. Got a lot of pastors, they ain't, they're not saying nothing. Your life's supposed to change. There's something in you that needs to be pulled out that you can't do. You don't know the direction to go. That's what a shepherd does. He leads you on the path. But you're stubborn. Some of you are just stubborn. Thank you for helping me. And I, see, I can't say. I was stubborn on that thing. Your thoughts is your reality. What you have, what you don't have is your thoughts. The reason you have what you have is because of your thoughts. What you possess is because of what you think. Your career 
is because how you think. Yeah? Your bank account is how you think. Your credit report is how you think. Mm-hmm. Your job and what you have is how you think. Your wife and your husband is how you think, what you have. Your friends, your friends is how you think. Everything that you have that's in your little cosmo life is how you think. Where you are to this moment, right now, the bill ain't paid, all of that is how you think. Everything you have is how you think. Your salvation, the value of that is how you think. Some people value their salvation, some people don't. Some people, de- some people value deliverance and some people don't. You're not supposed to be bound. Okay. Oh, I just can't stop that. That sin. You know why? Because you think about it. You know what? But that thought now has become a desire. And everything you have is what you desire. husband you got that's what your desire the wife that you got that's your desire oh I gotta show you the progression of this man you don't you, you want somebody to tell you the truth stop letting people just lie to you come to church there's a bunch of lying Tell the truth. I need help. Help me so I can help someone else. That's my reason for help. Because I want to help someone else. Man. Oh, all right. Maybe we can get into it now. (laughs) Maybe we can get into it now. So we left off last week with your mindset. Okay. Your mindset. All right. Hey, David. You doing all right? You doing all right? All right. Good. Good. All right. Your mindset. <laughs> I make my connection. That's why I don't like just come out and teach. I like to connect. Some of you might need the connection. You got to know that I love you. I want to keep this flowing. Amen. Thinking of ways, man. I'll be thinking of new ways I can connect with my wife. Man, what, what, is, what is she thinking right now? What, what is the thing? What is she think? What can I, listen, what can I do? Not buy. I said, what can I do? I want to do something for her, right? Y'all playing. All right. All right. Back, back to mindset. What has shaped your thoughts? I'm going to just kind of reiterate this a little bit, go review right here. What has shaped your thoughts, your opinions? 
Are you being guided by the culture or events in your life? And I said that now that they're creating filters. See, a lot of times, this is why it's, it's filters are in, in place. So you, you can't feel that I love you. Even if I tell you I love you. You can't say it back because there's a filter there. Because love only seeks to love. No, you can't feel my love. If you're going to use your emotions, and use them for that. Know that I love you. Why, do we, why we can't say that to each other? Know that I love you. Don't let the slumber come. How many times have you talked to people or a person and you know and you, it wasn't going to go anywhere? How many times you talk to somebody, you're like, okay, we're going to do this again? And you know it's just not going to go anywhere. You know why? They've already had their opinion set on that topic. You're just wasting your time. Their mind, listen, their mind, their thinking is already set. You stunt your growth. You stunt being able to process the truth. They, I considered, you were able to allow me to consider my life. And I had no idea of the lives that would be affected by me considering what you said. How come, how come that's so hard in here to consider what I'm saying? Now, once I consider, I got to follow through. Let me just do the, yeah, see, and there has to be an action because I had to go to the church. I think I had one more little thing. I forgot, I forgot that one little thing. My reality was wrong because of the way I was thinking. My thoughts did not line up, watch this, with God's thoughts. I had to have somebody who had God's thoughts. To help me. So I could help you. My thoughts did not line up with God's thoughts of me and my purpose on this earth. You see how important a true believer is in the life of a person that's not a believer? Now take this to the world. See? They can't consider. How come we having a hard time considering? We're supposed to be in the truth. Yeah, think about these things for a minute. Your thoughts are powerful. God knew. He knew me before I came into time. He knew my spirit, teacher. And he already knew the intent of my heart. 
I knew thee before. He knew Jeremiah. He knew he was going to do what he told him. He knew it. He knew that if I could get you back to you, if I could get back to you, he knew already what I would do. He knew the intent. And that's what God does. He goes with the intent of the man's heart. You already see my life played out. He knew the intent of my heart. So in my flesh, all I did in marriage was think about you. I had a picture of her that all I used to do is think about her. 18 years passed by. I'm married. I'm in Colorado. My choice. My will. My purpose. My life. Do you get it? I'm going to be real about it. Some of you need this. See, if I could change my thought, you can too. You know, I had to consider not me. Not the life that I had was living. Real comfortable. So my thinking, this ain't new age. This is purpose. This ain't the universe. This is God. My purpose was in the mouth and the heart of someone else. That's what a shepherd does. Her purpose, my purpose, my heart, the assignment, my assignment, anything, was inside of her because of who she was with God. And I needed somebody for real. I had all kinds of people all around me supposed to have been saved. Ain't nobody witnessed to me for 30 years. Nobody say, do you know Jesus? Nobody. People in my family say, nobody. You know why? Because nobody messed with the Jehovah Witness son in the family. Don't mess with them. See that? So I can help you with the direction that you need. That's what a shepherd does. He The sheep don't know where to go. But they can go. But they can go. Why did he use that analogy? Why did he use that? Why did he say he was the lamb? See, we, we miss these little things. Docile they are, hospitality, loving, ah, selfless. Ah. He knew me. He knew the intent of my heart. He knew I would run it. He knew I would be faithful to him. 
he, he knew these things already about me. And I was away from him and I didn't know him. I didn't even believe in him. can a person like that submit? It's the way you ministered to me. You became where I was. And possibly you should become all things to all men. And she prayed for me. See, this is how prayer is so important. Whoever been, you have the experience with a bad stepmom. Okay. Now, my granddaughter, y'all need to take some notes. Been praying for hers for how many years? Since she was five and you're 14 now. And she was mean to her. Nah, nah, nah. Y'all don't get it. See? Mean to her. But every time when Ani has always sold everything on her note, she prayed for all of her family members, her two included. Last time and this time been the greatest visit she's ever had with her stepmother. And she repented to her. And she repented to her. And she was a Jehovah Witness. And she repented to the anointing that's on her life. Because she lived right and she prayed for for how many years is that? Nine years. And y'all give up on what I'm trying to help you just for something you don't like. Nine years. How consistent are you? Now that's real faith. And trusting in God. Honey, they don't need they ain't ready for the stories, are they? dignity. She believed in God. She sold into that. Still respected her. Somebody, your child is away from you and they fussing at you and your child is just crying. How would you feel? Ain't did nothing. Evil heart, the thoughts that she had. See, it's the thinking. She changed and so can you. Did y'all hear the minister today? Change in a moment. You can change with Christ. I love you. You can change in a moment. See, it's your will. Mm -mm, mm -mm, it ain't God. Oh, I just got so much. I can't do it all today. Uh, see, y'all need real life things. See, she persevered. She didn't, she didn't waver like we do. As soon as somebody says something wrong, that's it. I'm leaving. The reason is there, why you're mad and upset, because it's a character flaw, and this right here is just highlighting your character. Now, what you're supposed to do is, listen, when you see that character flaw, now you're supposed to handle it. Don't run. Help me. I told you that's just being winged. You're just being winged. Now you get the real me. Now what kind of anointing. The anointing cost you something when you wanted to you, I know she wanted to say some things and, but you couldn't. You held back and you took it. And she's 14 years old. 
Some of y'all been in that same position. So imagine the anointing that's on her life. Stop forfeiting what God is trying to perfect in you. The trial is there to test you, to tempt you, to show you your character, where you are. It's not to destroy you. You're in the kingdom. It's supposed to build you up. But because you are a passive listener and not an active listener, your emotions now are attached. Now, once it's attached, it's entered into my heart. Can't nobody change that. Then I'm going to show you what God does with that heart because you don't respect what God's word is saying. Y'all can't circumvent God. And then right read it. You can't do it. Woo. Good God Almighty. Here we go. I'm gonna finish me in a, in a minute here. Y'all hold on. Y'all good? I love y'all. <laughs> I'm like, don't man. You want to tell somebody that. You don't want to just, I assume. Okay. Go to the graveyard. Mama, I love you. Okay, I'm sorry. Mm-mm, she did that while she was alive. She don't hear you. Mm-mm, now you're carrying all that guilt. Can't move on. I was giving y'all the definitions, remember, of thought, think, and mind. And one of them is your interest. I say these are the Greek and the Hebrew. Your interest. One concerns or obedience influences, listen, your thinking. Your concerns and your obedience influence your thinking. Mm-hmm. Quiet on that one. A thought is often what you're interested in. So you have to understand that the effect that your interests have on how you think. You think differently about what you do like versus what you don't like. You think, you, you think differently, right? Okay. So what you think affects your decision. How you think affects your decisions. This is why it's so important to understand how you think. Because it's going to affect how you make critical, sometimes life-altering decisions. Yeah? Okay, okay. I think teacher had gotten to my other thing last week about set your affections and what you set your affection on. Be careful. What you set your affections on. Okay? The meditation of your heart and your thoughts. Be careful what you set your affections on. Like-minded. Be careful what you set your thoughts on. Know that your emotions are attaching your thoughts. 
You need to know that. And you link up like this. This is the affections. I like it. I want it. I desire it. And now you have set <laughs> your affections on that thing. See what you're thinking, right? And that's also going to blind you to some degree to how you should be looking at the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Y'all got it? It's going to affect you how you analyze to make decisions because their emotions now attached. Don't let your emotions get attached. Don't set your affections. Let it happen. That's what clouds our decision making. Now, uh, because I've set my affections on this particular person, I missed that they have a slight anger issue. Or they are selfish. Hmm. Be careful what you set your affection to because it will blind you to some degree. I want to get married. I want to get married. Be careful. Because it's going to blind you. And it's going to mess up your decision making. Some good stuff, ain't it? All right. Oh. Okay. All right. Well. I can't go. I'm going to have to pull. I'm going to have to pull back. Right here. Because if I don't, we're going to. Because I don't want, if I go into the scripture part, then it, we have to continue analyzing what God is trying to say here. So um, he has to handle what he handles first. So let me just make sure I got this right. I told you to blind you. I said, be careful. Um, be careful and be like-minded. Remember, when Jesus told us uh, to be uh, like-minded with Yeshua as Jesus, let this mind be in you. Okay. This is also translated as deep thought, understanding, mental inclination, or purpose, i.e. to be carnally minded uh, or to be spiritually minded. This is be careful uh, and be like-minded. Okay? So I want us to, I'm going to stop at this point because if not, let's see what my next page was here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to have to stop there. We're, we'll stop at next week. We'll pick up at the uh, intellect of the mind. Okay. So, anyway, I hope y'all learned some things today. I really do. I labor for y'all. I really care how you think. Pastor on assignment. Hashtag. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor, hey, for the Jesus. word of God. All right. Amen. Thank you. Mm, that out way. You got it. I just want to briefly, uh, you know, a lot of times when the youth come to church, they don't believe that the teaching is for them. They believe that it's you know, going to church is 
for their parents, for the adults, right? And um, I'm really inclined to just say, and it's going to be for the adults as well, but I want the youth to realize about the mind, the mindset, and how they can be really pulled to make some life-altering decisions when it comes to obeying their parents, when it comes to obeying their friends, when it comes to the way that your mind has, because as an adult, your thinking has brought you where you're at from a child. At the age of three, pretty much the child, even though we don't see it, we all the talents and what they're gonna be, it's already developed at that age. Yep. So if we don't quickly get their mindset and way of thinking at a very early age, that same type of mindset grows with the body. But having the same type of mind of being rebellious, same type of mind of because it's things that's on the bloodline that's passed on. And we as parents have to really observe our children as they grow from age to different levels and how they interact and how they respond to you, how they interact with each other. This whole connection, because as a mom, I really observed my kids. They, they were born, I ensured they had all toes and fingers and those type things, but their reasoning is something I really observed. And I would give them different exercises or things to do mentally to know how they were developing. And knowing also not only how they was developing, but their emotional state. So if we're not examining our, our youth, our teenagers, our soon-to-be adult children, a lot that we have experienced, they're going to perpetuate. So youth, I want you to know that it's time that you start to develop a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset tells you that with the intelligence and the your traits, your talents that you have, that is your limits. I can't do it it limits you. A fixed mindset limits you. A fixed mindset prohibits growth. A fixed mindset prohibits you from to consider another thought and you can only go the way that you're going this is why many of the youth end up in situations to where and they're good children been raised up in a home to know which way that they should go but they don't and that's because they have a fixed mindset and they get involved with another youth who have a fixed mindset going the wrong way So we really have to pray for our youth minds. Amen. Amen. I want them to start thinking about their life as an adult. They should be living now 
already thinking at the age of 14 about what some investment. Am I going to be my, a business owner? Some are doing. We have, we have Ani, my granddaughter, which has her business, her own website. Who? Okay. What business do you have? Oh, you want to? Well, great. See, he's thinking about it. So to stir up, see, when you really, because we, we've been created with all this vast amount of knowledge and wisdom. When you are born again, you can tap into it. But what we end up investing in, and there's nothing wrong with that, because I'm not coming for Dave, because I know you do sports. So it's, it's nothing wrong with that. So I have to put that disclaimer out, because the human part of us easily say, oh, I mean, what's wrong with doing sports? Nothing. But as parents, we this is the thing that we push or invest in. Oh, this is what they may have an interest. And that's good. But what about the longevity? What's about as a provider? How are you going to be able to be a, a family man, a father? <laughs> See, what, what happens, and I was, I was speaking to... Um, some of the ministers today, uh, Minister Brandy and Minister T, and I was speaking about the men. And I said, I'm, I'm saddened, and this is, I know why I, my strong affinity is with men. And it's because of what I know is in them. See, but you, you have to, this is why I say when we, what happens is because the father if he's in the home, he's not fathering, or he's just absent from the home. And what doesn't happen is that the father doesn't affirm the daughter. So when she meets a young man, she needs to be affirmed, but it's done through sex. She then doesn't have really value about herself because her father didn't affirm that. I can say with me, I did. He, my, because my father affirmed me, and when you go to school, kids picking with you, it found no place in me because my father has already affirmed me. And nothing that you say or do can cause me to get emotional. No, man, I'm ready to fight because I know who I am. It's too late to tamper with my self-esteem. Because I know who I am. And this is why we have adults now who are, because you, you're still hurt and you, you from rejection, from all these different things because your father has not affirmed you. And then you never became a woman. Your mother, your mother never developed you as a woman. And then we get married, but the word of God says, a man who finds a wife, he finds a good thing. So the thing about it is that you have to be the wife before you are the wife. See, but you, you're waiting for it to say, I do, and now I am a wife. You are supposed to already have been prepared, developed, into 
the wife. How else can you be found? So what happened is a boy found a girl. The boy finds a girl. Girl is still mouthy. Girl's still all emotional. A girl is not wise in her decision making. A girl can't help. A girl hinders. But a woman, a woman is she is refined. She knows when to speak and she knows when to be silent. Oh, come on now. A wife knows how to help the man to be revealed as a man. See, when you get married, there's a great unveiling now of what is. You frustrated woman because you married a boy. But that was because you was a girl. And what has to happen, and, oh, man, this y'all got like a marriage conference up in here. I got to catch myself. Y'all see how the Holy Spirit brought me back? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because what happens in the, in the unit, what we're trying to do here is, see, church has it's been filled with so much tradition. And it's been filled with so much emotional things. And, and you uh, he made a way out of no way. And you're still trying to see the way. God is good. But you're not, like, well, I mean, all my days seem bad. So we're at, we're, this ministry that God has given us, this is why it, you get offended so easily, some of us, in this ministry. This ministry is about truth. This ministry is a family that you probably really have never had to where we expose and say what we need to say so we can grow. You hear me? It's going it to hurt, but you're going to get over that hurt because that hurt. Oh, see now, the link. The, come on now. You're going to get over the hurt. You're going to get over that. And we all are going to grow into maturity, and we're going to actually have something in life. So we can really do something great together. This is what has happened because my family, my, my, my natural family, full of division. I'm strife, backbiting, all of that stuff. Big family. But God in his infinite wisdom, he had already had prepared and fenced in not only for my natural family but yours too. That within a ministry... He would bring together the natural blood family to be developed into a true family. And now it will birth many other families. See? The way that God has called it and orchestrated for it to be, to be functioning as a kingdom family. And to show you and to get the wholeness of man together, his mental state, his mental state, how he thinks, how he's reasoning. How does he reason? How are you growing? 
You're thinking wrong. You're going the wrong way. You're not moving. You're not productive. You're just existing. This is this type of ministry that, and I often say, at Walker Ministry, you have look. You have to grow, or you're forced to go. We have no membership. This is what God gave us to us like that. No membership. But He gave us a a ministry that where He calls us to be mature. So that you can take it just like a child that can't take any correction and, and tell you who you're hanging out with is not good for you. And that if you keep hanging out with this person, you're going to end up in jail. But you're mad, so you leave out and you go find somewhere else to live. Look, you, you go out and you find some other church that you can go to and do what you want and how you want. Oh, God has given us something great. And through the family and the marriages, even if you're in a marriage to where it could be seen as a toxic marriage, as long as you do all that you can do through Christ Jesus. And see, when you stand and do all that you can do and stand, what's going to happen when you go 100% for God, the person with you is going to come all the way with you or they will have to leave. Because, see, the anointing on your life is going to cause them to be uncomfortable. Yeah. What's happening is that you haven't went 100% with God. Oh, you had to come all the way. I'm not, see, and it's no, we're not bickering or arguing about anything, but my life's going to demonstrate the way that our lives should be. And that's the thing. I didn't try to make pastor come to church. I just knew that the life that I live, you're going to, look, you're going to have to come to church. Look, because that's my life. I don't mean going to church because I am the church. It means that this is how I function. This is how I exist. It's me and God. So if it's me and God and you want to be a part of my life, you're going to have to serve my God wholeheartedly and not halfway because I go too hard and I leave you behind as if you was never with me. So I need you to go 100%. We're about real family. And so in this family, when you have a dream, you have a shepherd that will give you, give and he will invest in your dream. And I realized yesterday we was, when we were all working out and doing what we're doing, I, God has taken me to a place that's called first, first mention. Amen. And I did teach on first mention. But what he's doing, everything that God has manifested in my life, he's taking me back to the past and making it my present and the excitement when you get something new or something exciting you have in your life that excitement is new again see and what's happening with us you don't have that joy and that excitement of the newness of our salvation and what he's brought you out of you keep forgetting what he's brought you out of and he's taking me back and he's he's making that experience to be new 
and I began to weep yesterday, and I was on the floor as we were doing uh, we were PTW, and, and we were doing the uh, flex and stretch, and, and star, we were on dance star floor, and, and she's walking around, she's having minister tea, and, and I look up, and I stretch both my arms out to my daughter. And what I saw was everything that God has done in the ministry. I saw built by B, Leslie of Downstairs, personal fitness. Then I, I saw photography. I saw the, I saw the makeup studio. I, I saw dance, I saw BTW. All of this and now Brandy with her food preparation. Oh my God, what are you doing? See, it's for the family that you will have ministries within the ministries. We're about developing your ministry that's inside of you. You have something inside of you, Dave. And see, we're not used to people loving on you. We're not used to people loving on you like this. It's like what you want. You want something. Oh, that's fake. That's phony. You don't really want, you don't love, you don't know me like that. That's what you're saying. I know. I know you, because, you know, people have, it's very few times they have encountered a genuine Christian. And they go hard. They go hard chasing after you and the great hope that they have for you. Because I didn't give up on Frida. I didn't give up on her. I went back. I gave a few years. But, see, I never stopped praying for her because I said, Frida, the life that I live, I said, it mirrors our past, mirror each other. We have four children. Three girls, one boy. Divorcee. Three marriages. I mean, why? This is a connection. This is a link. Why are we here at this place at this time in your life? You have to take charge. And, and I love what Pastor said that it's, it's in someone's God. These are my favorite scriptures. God says, I've given you man for thee and people for your life. You have to get to the man for thee and people for your life and your pastor. Because with all three of those, is locked in your destiny. It will be spoken out of a man's mouth. I'm telling you. Minister B, his life changed within a year. I'm talking about his, his credit. He came to my house with just having a, a, a laundry basket. He had no car and no job and truly no driver's license. But now, minister, family, home, business. What? Where do they do that at? WM Ministry. Uh, and without, listen. And trials came along with it. Trials, mighty trials came along with it. But your leader led you. Right. Amen. Right. The thing about it, and the same thing with T. Going through, see, what you're going through is not your end. It's not your end. It is your beginning. For me, when things go the hardest, I go even harder. I was amazed yesterday. I looked at my husband, see, and I never get too familiar with him. He is my pastor. I said, I said, Lord God, I said, I look at you, and I, and I said, my God, I said, I, th I think about my life, and, and God brought me to you. I could not get to where 
Aaron needed to go, nor could you, except we became Adam. Except we became Adam. And there is a oneness that's inside that exists between us that's so great. I was the Lord God, what would it be like if we have, I'm going to back up. I'm going to back up. I'm just give you this here. I'm going to give you this right here real quick. I want to talk about the link and in, 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 in the, to connect and relate, right? Really, they're, they're one and the same. Okay, but just get this. Get this. Just get this real quick. Oh, it means to bring or come together in the same manner or union. It is a closeness. Catch this. It's forces in an effort to win. Y'all not ready. See, forces that come together to win. See there? <laughs> See, you and your husband are forces that came together to win. You didn't just come together to be together. A marriage is with a purpose. Otherwise, why do you exist? You need to have a purpose. You got a purpose, Dave. And you, so we got to tap into it. Rita, what is that purpose? Felicia, what is that purpose? It's not your job. My job is just a means of income. It's a seed. But on my job was some assignments. It was Frida. It was T. See, and then the T and Frida, come here real quick. Frida and T, come here real quick. <laughs> oh my God. Y'all on this side. Get my arm on this side. He bring the forces together to win. He bring the forces together to win. So you got to see this. This is not just something that I'm saying, but this is in reality. She wants to get a hold of her life, hold of her purpose, hold of her destiny, hold of her call, hold of her children's life. We are forces that has joined together to win. See, these are friends with a purpose. Amen. You together not to fight. Oh, my God. Come on. Oh, this thing here is real. It's real. I'm going to end here. I'm going to end here. because I'm. See, y'all just got me feeling some kind of way in a real good way. Y'all got me feeling. I am so connected and so related to what is going on in this atmosphere. I love what's happening. I love what's happening because what was happening a few months ago, Felicia, what was happening here was what was going on in the homes start to go on in the spirit and the atmosphere of the people. So right. people start to feel some kind of way. I need y'all to learn how to do a spiritual check on yourself. Not no one you else. You need to do a spiritual checkup on yourself. And what was going on is that even the leaders divided. The enemy came in and the leaders were divided. Leaders weren't speaking. Certain leaders weren't speaking to each other. Not walking in love. See, this is the ministry of transparency. 
This is a ministry that when we identify the working of the enemy, then we address it. Amen. Oh, because the enemy cannot be free up in here. No. We are involved in your life, in your progress, how you are developing. Better connect. And so then we were seeing that somewhere even in their attitude and how they was feeling about the word, they could take it or leave it. We could tell even the ones who was excited about God early in the year, now again, just sat there, you know, in a, in a slumber type sad state that, oh yeah, I mean the word is good, okay. Then you gather your things and go on about your day instead of having been re-energized and revitalized by the word of God. We always take an assessment of God's people and how they're growing and the youth and how you're thinking. Where are you going? What's your major? Are you going to school? How is it going? Are you going to the military? What's your progress? What's next? Who are your friends? Why do you have those type of friends? Why don't you have these type of friends? Absolutely. This is a ministry of unity. And no one gets left behind. Absolutely no one. Absolutely. And even your resistance of not understanding, we still continue to pursue you. Oh, we still see. Even if you misunderstand us, yep. can't quite receive this kind of love, we still gonna love on you. Oh, because you're gonna get this, see, you're gonna grow or you're gonna go. And either way, we're not gonna be offended. Because it will be you that's missing out on this. Because God has brought you in this place for such a time as this. you got to get moving. Move from the place that you're at. Amen. Move from the place that you're at. That state of being. Amen. That mindset. Amen.